0: Hi, I'm Spencer. And I'm Blake. Welcome to Weekly Jump, presented as part of the Geekly Grind Podcast Network. This is our weekly episode reviewing first
1: impressions of newer anime and manga titles. Let's jump in. Hey,
2: everybody. We're Weekly Jumping again. Um, Jump, jump, jump
1: jump your hands.
2: Jumping around. Just jump, jump, jump. <laughs> oh god what oh it's so late <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah it's late
1: um our personal lives are weird I'll we'll talk in more detail on the friday episode that we just recorded and so now we're having to record super late and who knows what's gonna happen
2: yeah so um we uh before we begin i i still have people that are um are, are interested in the mystery prize it seems Um, so if you're you also are interested in mystery prizes (laughs) you should you should let you should let me know because I would like to give mystery prize to mystery you so just send me the phrase mystery prize and I'm gonna get get on that mystery for you
1: You just get your secret special thing and you don't have to do anything except let him know that you want it and it's free you don't, I don't, you don't even have to pay for shipping Yeah, whatever just, it is. Just take just, the thing. Take the free thing. He won't let me have it. Some, <laughs> one, somebody has to get it. If I can't have it, you have to have it.
2: Yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, we have this episode to talk about this week. Um, Two things. Which, first and foremost, we had to read Phantom Seer. And I,
1: I was... Oh, you want to sh- do that one
2: first? Oh, man. I was sure... I was sure that we had, we had already gone over Phantom Seer in enough ways. We did be done.
1: Uh, I read it many moons ago, uh, in our third weekly jump episode, but it was before we were reading the same thing. So I thought we should read it again. Also, I have been reading it on my free time and I'm about nine chapters deep. So I have a more full opinion on it. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So this time I was like, I wonder if Spencer has the same reaction that I do. And my, I remembered giving a, I think if I remember correctly, my reaction to it initially was that I thought it seemed interesting, if not quite all the way put together. And my opinion has changed. Yeah. Okay. So here's, here's my opinion on it. Um, so
2: I have been reading um, a good deal of Jujutsu Kaisen. Um <laughs> and Jujutsu Kaisen is like a a much better version <laughs> of this. I I don't I don't I don't think I enjoyed this manga as much. Um which is kind of a bummer because I wanted to enjoy it. Um what How much did you read? I read the first uh 3 chapters of it and okay. um I I think I think Okay, here's the reason why I, did, I didn't like it as much. Um, I didn't like that I, I felt like I knew exactly what was going to happen most of the time. Um, did you also kind of feel that way, that you were you were able to predict what was going to happen
1: um, uh, most yeah, of the I, I time? Would say, I would say that this is a shonen story trafficking in horror tropes to give itself a more unique feel. And one of the things that makes horror work is the suspense of not knowing exactly what's going to happen. And I I think that this falls harder on the Shonen side, which you know, as I have said multiple times, as a person who is Shonen trash, seeing some version of more or less what I expected to happen is satisfying. Being satisfied by the the cashing of the check that I thought the story was writing is satisfying. It's one of the things I griped about with Hunter x Hunter was that it was writing checks, that it had no intention of caching and leaving me blue-balled over here. Phantom Seer is shonen. It is shonen with a spooky twist and it is not really concerned with building a mystery. It It doesn't want to build horror tension. It wants to build shonen tension. And for that, I like it. Uh, but it does play pretty strongly and pretty intentionally and unambiguously in a horror space. So I could see that that could cause some, uh, some um, uh, whiplash maybe a little bit. Yeah. And it was, it's,
2: it's kind of a bummer to see something like that. You know, it's, it, it feels, it feels like you, you have so much more potential and of the show um it it felt it definitely felt like i was i was going to be getting more bang for my buck um when i started checking out the show um and i i ended it's up manga, just being, just to be clear it's not a show yeah yeah i i i, I say show just because i've been I've been just watching so much Jujutsu Kaisen. I was just like, this is Jujutsu Kaisen light. And I
1: (laughs) I think, I think they came out around the same time. And I remember watching a video probably from mother's basement, utilizing Jujutsu Kaisen and Phantom Seer and Demon Slayer as three examples of the fact that Shonen was leaning into horror tropes more in its next wave of hits and Demon Slayer and Jujutsu Kaisen have become its next wave of hits and phantom seer has run for 20 chapters and is over now. Yeah. I didn't like phantom seer. Um,
2: I also, I also was, was frustrated because I thought his, like his character, um, the, the main character who is uh, a boy who is hated and, and loathed by his sister who wants to see him do dumb things. Um, he is uh, a character that has a big giant demon that travels along with him that he can release that has the power of shadows. Um, And the, the, I think the reason why I don't like it the most is that there is like this, this thing that is placed upon it, which is like, he, he probably is going to have to deal with the fact that if he loses his prey at some point, this demon is going to kill him. And That's bad, right? But at the same time, they're like, you have control over this demon. And I'm just like, oh, wait, this is just, this is just horror Naruto. Like he has a big giant demon that will destroy him if he can't learn to control it. And also there is horror that isn't really scary, but the way that it is presented is like, look how horrific this person with a big giant gaping mouth is. And I was just like, I I feel like it is just so many different manga just jammed into the same form that it doesn't feel new or original or intriguing enough for me. And his sister is obnoxious. Like (laughs) she's just this character that exists in this other plane that we don't see with her eyes covered up by these things. And it's just like, It's rule of cool in the wrong way, where it's just like, I don't understand any of the substance. And so, because of that, I'm not interested enough to continue watching this character. A great example of a difference between this and Jujutsu Kaisen is that one of the main characters that you'll meet very early in the show is a super, super powerful um, Jujutsu user and he wears a uh, like a mask over his eyes, and you're thinking like, oh, this is because he is blind, and it turns out not to be because of that. Spoilers, um, but I won't tell you why. Um, and so you will you will see that later on, but it gives you just enough of a reason to like wonder that you're just like, oh, I need to see more of this. Instead, I was just like, this sister, I feel like is just wrapped up in like dumb cool things for the sake of those things, I don't think I'm ever going to get told why that is the way that it is. Um, And because of that, I was just like, this, this just feels like, this just feels like somebody watched um, a movie and they were just like, I can
1: do that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I, I pretty strongly disagree with you, but I also have a different perspective, which is that you have been, like completely wrapped up in Jujutsu Kaisen. And I have read like one or maybe a handful of chapters of Jujutsu Kaisen early on in Weekly Jump and have not experienced any of it since. Uh, I expect to very much like it when I get to it. And I thought that the introduction of the manga was pretty good. But I would say that having not gotten deep into Jujutsu Kaisen, I think Phantom Seer is pretty good. I don't think it's great. Um it's definitely one of those series and the the more that i've been reading manga the more i've realized that this is a pretty common experience which is there's a lot of stuff i like here but there is something that's missing that isn't is causing it not to hit at all times or not to feel like it's working it it's not firing on all cylinders right And that's been a new experience for me because most of the manga and anime I've been exposed to have been the biggest hits. Um, So, you know, growing up on Naruto, which obviously we have a lot of critiques of Naruto, but if you've never seen the show, it's pretty invigorating from start to finish. And uh, it it tells a really good story that's pretty cohesive with maybe an asterisk near the end of the series. That's, That's a little more divisive. But for the most part, the series is... Uh, genuinely well-regarded as being a very well-put-together series that has problems, obviously, but that is, uh, you know, more or less firing on all cylinders. Phantom Seer, there's a little bit of something missing, but I think that the artwork is very strong. I agree with Spencer that it has a lot of rule of cool. I, it sounds like disagree with Spencer that I think that they do a good job of making spooky pictures. Um, there, there are uh, phantoms that show up in each chapter to menace our heroes. And I, he utilizes an interesting art style to make those phantoms seem extra scary and weird. And I think that they give a good creepy vibe that I really enjoy. Um, and I would also say that, yeah, the, uh, there are some aspects of it. Like the main, the main character is probably actually the girl. That is this, the focus of the main, the first chapter, but the sort of main shonen protagonist is the guy. Uh, they, they form sort of a protagonist pair, whereas uh, she is really interested in all of this phantom stuff because she is the, she's there's some name for it. I can't remember. I think they call her a beckoning hand. And so she is one of, one of the people who, whose very presence causes phantoms to converge and so she, th- she thought that she was, like, good luck, I think, at the beginning of the chapter, because bad things would happen to people around her, but they would be okay. But then it turns out that those bad things were happening because phantoms were trying to get her. And beca- and that was because she's a beckoning hand. And so she is sort of stricken by this revelation that, like, instead of helping people, she was actually the cause of the thing that hurt them. And uh, she sets out on a journey to figure out how this is happening and why and how what she can do to make it right whereas the guy is a an accomplished shaman who does have a powerful shadow demon under his control and and for me I felt it less like one of the tailed beasts from Naruto and a little bit more like the uh the dragon of darkness flame from Yu Yu Hakusho but he he basically has this thing that he can point and shoot and if he misses it might be bad um but i would say uh his personality i find a little disappointing he is completely disinterested in being a shaman he just happens to be really good at it and um his sister is the one who makes him do it because she's a much more powerful shaman than him and so she threatens him into doing the shaman business that she's trying to get him to do and so him as the unre the, the reluctant protagonist it's a little disappointing because his heart's never in any of these altercations and that can take, I think of the wind out of some of the excitement of these moments, but uh, it does actually yield some good comedy. And so I do enjoy that. And I will say that again, I'm, I am a, about, I think I'm going to read chapter 10 next uh, in the series. And I think that the, Rule of cool and the artwork is good enough that the series has a certain compellingness to it. I think the story is told more than well enough to keep your interest. And I think that uh, a lot of the problems that Spencer has with it, as far as like his power feeling limited and the sister being a weird background character, all those things have gone away already where I am in the story. The sister has appeared as an active participant and his power has become much more complex and interesting. So I think that Spencer may not end up liking the series anyway because I do think it's trafficking in a lot of the same territory that I am aware that Jujutsu Kaisen traffics in. And I would be stunned if it does any of it better than Jujutsu Kaisen but if you want more of that i think phantom seer is a a more than good enough series to be entertaining to a lot of people yeah and now we have our recommendation for the week yeah Uh, i think we um, forgot to say last week's uh kaguya sama love is war was recommended by mr davy in our Mm. in our discord today we're covering something recommended by toshin
2: yeah uh Where did you find this number one?
1: (laughs) I watched it on Hulu.
2: Yeah. So I don't apparently have Hulu right now. Oh. And so. It's
1: on Funimation, which we have through Geekly Grind.
2: I also looked for it on Funimation and I did not see it there.
1: Oh, I did a Google of where to watch it and I got a result for Funimation, but I didn't actually go there. So your mileage may vary because I saw that it was on Hulu. So I went there and I watched it there. But most of the stuff that's on Hulu, most of the anime that's on Hulu is either on Country World Funimation or both. Uh, yeah. but I, I didn't look at either one because I, I will use Hulu if I can, because it's my private account and it, it will record that I watched it. Yeah. Okay. So tell us the name of this anime, Blake. It's called Chivalry of a Failed Knight. Um, mm-hmm. I had never heard this before. I believe it's based on a novel series um like uh like a lot of anime these days i believe it's a a light novel series um which is not exactly the same as a young adult novel but it in the way that young adult novels are generally a little shorter than regular adult novels and a little easier to read the impression that i've gotten is that light novels kind of play in that space too Um, And the anime adaptation... Oh, it's less recent than I thought. It aired in late 2015. I I would have guessed that it had been maybe like 18, but it's 15. Mm -hmm. So, I... Let's see. What's the premise? So there's people that have magical powers, and also some of those powers extend to pulling weapons out of nowhere, but then also they have extra powers, but some of them don't have extra powers. And they can become something called like a blaster or something. And they are in a school to become that thing. And then there's like a main character who has the worst scores and all the aptitude tests and a main character who has the best scores. And it is also like a literal princess or queen and they get paired together. And it's one of them's a guy and one of them a girl. And they're like embarrassed to live together. And there's like this misunderstanding of her seeing her changing him, him seeing her changing because they don't realize that they're rooming together. So he thought he was going into his room alone. And she was there changing because she thought she was in her room alone. And then they fight. And the first episode's fine. Uh, the art is good enough. It's it's that modern anime style where they're not putting a lot of money or effort into making it look like insanely good, but that their baseline is pretty solid. And I thought it looked fine. I thought the dub voice acting was really strong in this and kind of like had an almost snarky sensibility that I haven't really seen a lot. And I really enjoyed that. Um, And then I watched episode two and I did not like episode two, even a little bit. And then I, technically watched episode three and then i browsed reddit on my phone while it played in the background uh yeah i don't like this i i think that the things that i liked in the first episode are interesting it has some cool power usage and that shows up a lot in episode three as well Uh, also the guy failed all of his aptitude tests but all the aptitude tests don't test any of the shit that make you good at what you're doing they just test like a your magic level or something so, like, he's insanely powerful and talented, but he tests as somebody who's not because their tests are weirdly inept. And uh, it, it seems like cool power people in magic school shonen anime mixed with slice of life sex comedy fanservice anime. And I like one of those things, and it switches wildly between the two with very little notice. And I think that the shonen parts are fine. I think that it is an interesting but pretty middling shonen experience, one that I would find relatively inoffensive but not very compelling. I think that the fan sex slice of life series, which is already something that I don't like very much, isn't very good, but might be one of the more interesting ones that I've seen, at least in episode two, in which the characters are actually exploring their sexuality in an interesting way while still trying to have boundaries. And I thought that was interesting, but not my kind of thing. And I very much got upset and rolled my eyes a lot. And then in episode three, it goes back to Shonen, except that they make this girl strip for no reason. And the characters that are nearby that could stop this are like, no, it's too soon. But no reason is given for why it's too soon. But then she strips and now it's not too soon. And I was like, this show's not good. So I think it's actually... It's very problematic as these things tend to be, but I think you can watch it if you like this kind of thing. And it seems like it will be a perfectly fine version of those things, but I'm not going to watch any more of this. And I didn't enjoy it very much.
2: Yeah. I, I felt basically the same way it felt uh, what I was going to compare it to was sword art online and people know how I feel about Sword art online. It has, some points in it that make it cool in some senses and it has it has a lot of other moments <laughs> where it just feels so like they didn't try hard enough
1: yeah it's i've never so... seen sword art online i know it's reputation but what i heard what i saw somebody describe it as recently is it is a shonen anime that that is pretty decent that turns into a harem anime and i wanted it to be a shonen and it's not yeah. and i think that this show has that but then gets to the harem stuff a lot faster and it remembers that it's a shonen but it also very much remembers that it's a harem and also yeah. oh god i forgot the weird sister thing that shows up in episode two that yeah, i was not okay with yeah let's and let's, also that like line of spit what the fuck kind of kiss ugh yeah Yeah, dude. Don't watch this. Uh, But also, (laughs) if it's your kind of thing, it's probably a better version than some of the things we've covered that are also like slice of life sex shows. I thought that a lot of those parts were there, but there's a weird sister thing, and I just cannot co-sign that. And uh, it's a little sexually exploitative, which I know it's a sticky situation, but uh, it is... (laughs) It's sort of a controlled environment in which to enjoy that taboo thing, not the incest, but the other thing where they make her strip. Uh, So if that's your jam, I think you can enjoy this. I don't think it's very good, but I do think that we've watched worse things in this genre. And therefore I would recommend this more than those things. Mm,
2: Yeah. So with all that being said, this is the shows and manga that we covered this week. Uh, Stick with us after these credits and we'll give you another recommendation for life stuff.
1: Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer Productions and presented as part of the Geekly Grind podcast network.
0: Sound editing is done by Rashad English. He's our level 13 sound wizard. 13? Did he jump even more levels? He gained a lot of experience by defeating the Dark Lord of Smooth Jazz. Do you mean Chuck Mangione from King of the Hill? Rashad is the King of the Hill now. Damn it, Bobby. Anyway, our podcast is ad-free, and if you want to keep it that way, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Follow us on Twitter at b and S Get Jumped. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. Or talk to us on Reddit at Reddit.com slash r slash Get Jumped. Also, we have a Discord server. You can find the links to that on all of our social media
1: platforms. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Reviews help other listeners find our show.
0: New review episodes come out every Monday, and new rewatch episodes appear every Friday. And hey, thanks for listening.
1: Hello, my name is Jeremy Snow, owner and editor-in-chief of The Geekly Grind. We interrupt your awesome, regularly scheduled programming to ensure you're aware of The Geekly Grind podcast network, of which this show is a treasured member of, If you haven't had a chance to check out our site, you can do so at thegeeklygrind.com, and while you're there, take a look at the other members of our steadily growing podcast family, including the anime-centric Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, discovering new heroes on Comic Book Keepers with Chris and Lance, exploring the vast universe of geekdom with Geek Exploration, or appreciating animation's finer details with JD's Ink and Paint Club. Escape your weekly grind at the Geekly Grind. We'll see you next week, and until then... If you're going to kiss somebody... I don't want anybody to have lines of spit going from the person they just kissed like some sort of reverse spaghetti noodle and Lady and the Tramp situation. And I very much don't want to hear about you kissing your sisters on the mouth and causing that situation. None of this. None of this, children. (laughs)